So today we're going to talk about orbital fractures and it's a common thing that we see in the ER and a lot of people seem to be pretty nervous about orbital fractures when typically it's not a big deal if you understand how they happen. So blunt trauma to the face, uh, especially with a black eye, has been shown uh, to be associated with an orbital fracture about 60% of the time. We, we certainly don't see 60% of our facial injuries having orbital fractures. That's because we usually don't look, and most of the time it's not important to unless they have other symptoms. So one of the things about orbital fractures is the most common type are called blowout fractures, and I think because of the name, people get very anxious and it makes it sound like it's a really horrible injury, a blowout fracture, but in reality it's not, and there's nothing to be really nervous about if you know how to evaluate them. So with blowout fractures, if you think about the eye as um, uh, a whole complex, including the orbit, the, the eye socket itself, the globe, which is the eyeball, and then you have the extraocular muscles, the nerves, the vascular bundle, as well as the uh, uh, fat to cushion the globe in the orbit uh, back in this eye socket. That's kind of, if you think of it in a three-dimensional picture, that, that helps you a lot. So you get hit to the, get hit to the uh, face, and typically the most important thing you want to protect on the face is the eyeball itself. So it's really a pretty remarkable setup that what happens is the bone of the orbit has some inherent weak spots and is very thin and what happens is instead of all the force being uh, delivered to the globe and injuring the eyeball the force gets dissipated through all the other structures and the weak spot in the bone causes a fracture and actually allows that force to go out without actually injuring the eyeball itself so it, it, it works like a crumple zone like the bumper on your car. So most of the time the weakest spots of the orbit are on the medial wall so on the, you get a medial blowout fracture or on the floor the floor of the uh, orbit itself. Those are the true blowout fractures. You can get lateral wall injuries and you can get orbital rim injuries which are typically associated with higher force type um, uh, blows. With uh, orbital fractures the biggest things we want to look for and the biggest complications are going to be an injury to the globe itself. If you have an open globe, that's a big deal. That's an, that's an emergency. If you have a, a significant blindness from, say, a huge corneal abrasion or hyphema, that can be a problem. Uh, uh, other problems that can happen that we really always look for is if you get enough force and enough of an injury to the uh, uh, tissue behind the eye so you get bleeding back there. It's somewhat of a closed space and you can get basically a compartment syndrome to the orbit. You get a retrobulbar hematoma so you get a big blood clot back there and it puts a lot of pressure on the, the optic nerve and the vascular bundle and the eye will start to bulge forward. You'll see that proptosis and that's a, uh, that's a emergency too. You have to decompress it when that happens. Um, with the orbital injuries, um, there's two big classifications. Most of the time you get what's called uh, uh, a linear type fracture or a trapdoor type fracture, and that's where there's just a quick non-displaced fracture and the tissue gets pushed out like that. And, it, and you can imagine how some of that tissue, like the extraocular muscles or the fat, can get caught in there. Um, but typically it's not displaced 
at all. The larger type injuries are called a trap door where there's a big flap and it opens up and more of that tissue can come down. So the big thing about these um, the big thing about these is that when we evaluate them, we really want to check the visual acuity. Super important to check that visual acuity. Um, and we need to document that because blindness and, and vision loss is going to be one of the most important things we evaluate for. When we, if we image them, CAT scan is probably going to be the best way to do it. Um, you also need to evaluate the surface of the eye for the, the cornea itself or scleral injuries or hyphema. Um, when we treat them, most of the time it's just analgesia with, with or without some topical antibiotics for the eye itself. Sometimes, sometimes uh, ear, nose, and throat doctors and the specialists like to use antibiotics because they consider it an open fracture. Some people advocate steroids. Really for us, we don't do any of those things. And almost all of these will heal on their own and don't need emergent consultation and that's the most important thing about 95 percent of them we can send home to follow up as an outpatient with uh, the ophthalmology folks or the facial trauma folks and so the question is when do you actually consult or need to see the facial trauma specialist emergently and the answer would be the answer would be for an open globe or significant vision loss Two of the more common complications that people always worry about, which are not a big deal, are when somebody has entrapment, that tissue comes down and it gets entrapped and it causes the extraocular muscles not to work like they normally do and they have diplopia. And typically that diplopia is gonna be on superior gaze or lateral gaze because it's gonna be the inferior rectus or the, uh, or the um, uh, medial rectus that gets entrapped. That is not an emergency. Most of the time, that is from the soft tissues or the tendon sheath, or sorry, the muscle sheath getting entrapped and will resolve itself once the swelling and bleeding goes down. You can wait sometimes up to three to six weeks to really repair those, and people do well. Um, the other thing that people get nervous about is we have our infraorbital nerve that you can feel in the notch right at the orbital rim. Uh, uh, typically, this gets bruised and causes anesthesia to the anterior part of the face and the cheek. And um, many times uh, uh, people will send patients to come see us because of this too. And this is almost always just a neuropraxy or a bruise and uh, it doesn't need to be emergently seen. So globe injury, significant eye uh, um, blindness or concern for a retrobulbar hematoma that needs emergent decompression, that's an emergency that needs to come and get seen by the uh, facial surgeons. But if you have um, entrapment, which is diplopia, or if you have um, uh, uh, infraorbital nerve injury, uh, that is not an emergency and that can follow up as an outpatient. So a call to your facial trauma specialist usually will uh, suffice for that.